go to just a couple of seconds late, but that's okay. Listen, you don't pay me, so it doesn't matter if I'm a few seconds late. It's on my time, after all. Um, just working out some kinks on the Coffee Talk drive through Very excited to have our guest today. We'll chat with uh, meteorologist Kyle Gravelin, former WESH meteorologist who, I would say, turned to the dark side, which is the side outside of TV, We'll see. We'll we'll see what's uh, we'll see what's up in his world and uh, have a fun chat. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. In the meantime, though, we're watching a lovely start to our Friday morning. Let's just look outside, see what's doing. There's our Melbourne Tower cam. Little bit of patchy fog showing up. It's not bad. Kellyanne's switching through. You could kind of see one of those DOT cameras had a little bit of fog. This is up around Disappearing Island. A little bit of haze fog, whatever you want to call it out there. It is a lovely. Lovely start to the day. So rise and shine, friends. It's going to be a good one. Let's chat about the top two things we are monitoring. First off, nice morning. Sure, giddy up. Into the afternoon, near record heat. We're going to be talking about just how warm things get in your neighborhood. And if you like warmth, if you like warmth, just hold on because uh, it's getting hot. Like, we haven't dropped the H word yet, but we could be talking about some of the hottest temperatures Central Florida has seen on record in the month of February. So, yeah, heat. It's what's for dinner. All right, let's look outside, see what's doing. First warning, live Doppler radar, scanning around, looking pretty good. Do have a couple of showers off the shoreline. Kind of see those little guys out there. Not really doing much, not bothering us at all. But it does let you know that there's moisture in play. And that moisture does play in both in our morning temperatures and into the temperatures through the afternoon. We're going to be watching these things really cranking up, okay? Here we are now, 66 in Orlando, 65 degrees in the villages. It's 68 in Daytona Beach. When we talk about the fog, you could see a little bit there in Brevard County, a little bit into Polk County, but that's about it, okay? 12-hour forecast, 82 by 11 o'clock, 85 by 1 o'clock, 87 degrees, 87 degrees by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Then you'll notice we add in some clouds, even a couple of showers. There is a front working our direction. That front is going to eventually help to uh, cool us down. Although the new model guidance isn't really showing much of a cool down this afternoon. So... For what it's worth, okay? For what it's worth. All right, here's a look at the setup. There's that front this afternoon, kind of bringing a few showers into the northern parts of the area, and then cooler air moving in. Cooler, like from 87 to maybe 77. Again, the recent runs are not going all that excited with cool, but we'll just say cooler, relative speaking, right? Then high pressure builds in. We'll actually watch a little bit of moisture around off of our east coast for Sunday, which is the Nicole recycle, but that's a whole other thing. But warming, warming, warm. We keep getting warmer and warmer and warmer looking to next week. And it's going to be quite the warm one. Yeah. You ready? To, have you figured out the trend? So let's just talk about today's forecast temperatures versus today's records. 87 is the forecast. 88 is the record in Orlando, and that's a record going back to the 1940s. Sanford, I think you break a record going back to the 1940s. Leesburg, I think you tie a record going back to the 1970s. Daytona, you'll fall just shy. And frankly, Melbourne, you'll be in the ballpark of getting into records going back, yeah, to the 1940s. So there's definitely a trend here. There's definitely a trend here, and that trend is going to carry us through here uh, over these next couple of days.
Sidebar, uh, I'm not going to come to you yet, Kyle, but you do, do you know that you're you're looking like you're in the wilderness right now? I, I just want to make sure you know that. Okay, all right. I, ju- I just want to make sure. We've got meteorologist Kyle Gravelin, as I mentioned. So, But as I look to the preview, I'm like, what is happening right now? Okay, all right. So as, as long as he knows, let me, I'm going to just turn this around so that uh, that is what shows up. Always, always interesting. All right, not that one. It's going to be not that one. I, I don't know. Is it that one? Actually, I don't know how to pop you up because I don't think you are. Yeah, you're. I had you dialed up in the Kyle Grab sidebar. This is this is where the fun of um that that's so weird. No, that one maybe. No. Oh, there it is. Okay, that's so weird. You've got my head, and then you're in the wilderness. Did you do that on purpose? I did. No. Um, I'm on that is so weird. You were perfect, and then about two seconds ago, something changed. Okay. We're, we're running through technical issues. That's fine. That's fine. So anyway, uh, when we talk about the heat building, today is looking nice and warm. Sure. Tonight, we have a rocket launch, 75% chance of good weather for that rocket launch. But for this weekend, the temperatures aren't as cool as we had first thought. Take a look at the weekend forecast, okay? 70-hour high temperature tomorrow. But what's interesting is the GFS is actually showing uh, like 76, 77 for a high temperature in recent runs. So that may be an interesting little tidbit to watch for. But either way, by Sunday... We're looking at 80 degrees, so it's going to be getting even warmer. And then if you like that, take a look at where we're headed next week. 85 on Tuesday, in the ballpark of records. 88 on Wednesday, definitely a record. 90 on Thursday, definitely a record. As a matter of fact, the last time Orlando hit 90 degrees in the month of February was the 1960s. You know? Yeah, it's going back away. So it, it's definitely been a minute. It's definitely been a minute. But we could be talking about among the warmest. That looks a lot better, Kyle. Uh, we could be talking about among the warmest temperatures that we have ever seen in the month. All right. All right, Kyle, you ready over there? He can't hear me. Can't hear me. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna keep talking over here until he can hear me. But it'll be interesting to see. And by the way, the overall trend for us looking ahead beyond the seven day forecast keeps Central Florida well above average. So this is not just like this week and next week. Like we're we're looking at this kind of long range heating, which for me is not a huge concern because at the end of the day, if I can use the pool, that's not too bad. All right, let's take some of your questions while we're while we're chatting. So uh, we'll pop up the seven-day forecast here just to kind of, for the rest of the country, say, read it and weep, you know? Here we are. That is not bad. 
That is not bad at all. 87 a day, nice and toasty. Tomorrow, 70. But again, you know, if you look at the most recent run of the GFS, it's saying 78 for a high tomorrow. So we may not even be uh, as low as we had thought. We're going to have to look and see if that's a, a, a trend thing or what that is. But if it is, if it is a trend thing, then um, tomorrow gets a little warmer. And then Sunday for the Daytona 500, we're back to 80 degrees. You can't hear me? Can't hear me. Okay. All right, we're keeping we're keeping on keeping on. We're trying to we're trying to get the drive through working today. Typical Kyle Gravelin. I'm just teasing. 82 on President's Day. 85. Yeah. There you go. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Those temperatures. Those temperatures are up there. Those temperatures uh, near records. Now that then means that we're entering into that spring-like weather, nice and early. That means pool heat. Like I'm going to turn my pool heater on. Yeah. Carolina says it's been 40 to 70 degrees for for five to six months in North Carolina. Yeah, well, it's been it's been in that ballpark here as well. So good times. All right, we think we've got it. We think we've got it. So let's let's give it a shot. Listen, folks, straight from a couple of years ago, West Two Zone alum. Kyle Gravelin. Kyle, good morning, buddy. I'm okay. <laughs> How you doing? Doing well, buddy. How are you? I'm great. First off, um, for those that don't remember you, you worked here for 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 a good couple of years. Four years, uh, June 2016 to June 2020. All right. Now yeah. you you've moved on, left during the pandemic. Tell tell everybody what you're doing now. Uh, so I do what we call forensic meteorology. Um, so a lot of site specific analyses, um, you know, essentially it's like someone's house was hit by hail or not hit by hail. Um, and we're hired by all sides. So we work with a lot of attorneys, but we also work for insurance companies. Um, that's the majority uh, of our clients, I would say probably 90%. Um, we do work with some engineers who are also working with attorneys or insurance companies, et cetera, et cetera. But um, basically, um, in a nutshell, it's, you know, give us an address and a date uh, and we'll tell you what happened essentially at the property. And what I do here specifically uh, is mostly work on hurricane cases. So naturally, uh, I do get a lot of work out of Florida. I've done probably over a hundred Irma cases at this point, uh, a lot of Ada cases Interesting. actually yeah. uh, out of Florida. And now as you can imagine, uh, hurricane Ian cases are starting to come in. There's usually a bit of lag time between, you know, the storm itself. And then when we actually start to see work from these types of things. Um, but yeah, most of them are based around insurance claims. Interesting. So yeah. totally different sides of the meteorological spectrum. What, yeah. How was that um, process of adjustment for you? Uh, the learning curve was steep. Yeah. Uh, you just have to be so careful. Uh, you're pulling so much data. And, you know, a lot of these things go to court. And knowing that, there's not really a lot of room for error. In fact, I would say there's close to zero. Um, because, you know, if you're working for a plaintiff, um, 
you know, they're they're probably trying to get insurance money. The other side is probably going to hire an expert meteorologist as well. Um, and you're going to have, you know, two analyses, so to speak, um, two expert reports going against right. one another um, over a certain weather event. And so you have to do you, do you find yourself in court literally art not arguing your case, but like making your case versus another person in the meteorological world making their case? Yes. I mean, I haven't yet. I'm still, you know, I've been doing this for what, two and a half years now. Yeah. So I, I would say in that sort of time frame, I'm still like a baby at right. this. I'm still a rookie. Um, but yes, that is like obviously something we do. Like we are hired experts to testify in trials, you know, depositions, things like that. Interesting. All right. So you've made the, the move from television weather. Yeah. Looking back, what, first off, what was it that made you say I'm done with TV weather? I, I have to ask that. So I, it's kind of an open-ended question that doesn't really have a, like a true answer because I didn't think I was done with television. Um, in fact, pre-COVID, I was pretty damn certain I wasn't. Right, <laughs> like, right. Just very frank, like things were going well. Um, you know, obviously things were going well at WESH. Uh, but you know, when contracts are coming up, things like that, I'm not, you know, I'm not from Florida. I'm from Connecticut originally. I'm from the Northeast. Um, you know, I was looking to be somewhere that was probably closer to family and friends. Mm -hmm. Um, I had applied for this job almost on a whim. Um, you know, I saw it was in Albany. That's, that's where I am now, Albany, New York. Um, and didn't really think much of it. I did like a like one Zoom interview like this. And uh, apologies, by the way, for all the technical difficulties because I know that was me and not you. So <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> I wanted to let you off the hook there. I'm like the <laughs> only person who doesn't know how to use Zoom because I'm probably the only one who didn't use it during you know peak bad COVID oh, you're times. Fine. <laughs> um, yeah. So I had an interview which went really well. Um, you know, the, the skills kind of required at this are, are looking at, you know, hordes and hordes of data, stuff like that, looking at, you know, um, like METAR data, five minute data, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and just knowing all the codes, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, the interview went really well, but then, you know, COVID was a thing. Didn't really hear anything from my now boss because of all of that. Um, I, I was probably, I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't really talk about this on Facebook necessarily, but like I had the contract to re-sign at WESH yeah. like in my hands yeah. and uh, was just like, I got a call out of like nowhere. It felt like um, in like mid-May there in 2020 and I was like, wow, like do I want to, you know, just blow it all up, so to speak, but sure. it gives me a chance to, to move closer to family and friends and I don't know, man, it was, 2020 was a weird, weird time yeah. and uh, I just kind of went for it. So uh, I, I didn't necessarily think it was going to be the end of television, but now two and a half years later, yeah, I guess it kind of is. Now, with that said, is there something about TV weather that you miss or are you kind of like, you know what, this is totally cool over here? So I, I love my job. It, it's great. The schedule's great. It's it's very solid. schedule's great. My God, yeah. I'm not trying to like rub this in on you, um, but you know, working like a, a nine to five Monday through Friday, so I can play golf on weekends and you know watch football and have a couple beers on weekends. Like ah. that's it's not bad. Um, you know, but there's always going to be things to miss about television. Um, you know, like I, I always looked at, the, you know, the job before I had at WESH was also with Hearst, but it was in Omaha yeah. uh, at KETV, so your sister station. 
and I just, you know, I learned so much there, um, which, you know, able or maybe able to get to uh, go to Orlando and go to Lesh. Um, you know, like hurricane coverage and, and severe weather coverage and all these things that like a meteorologist is really, really into. Um, you know, the television part of that has always been. But the one thing you're always going to miss, and I'm sure this would be true of anyone who leaves television, yeah. is that you're going to miss the people. Yeah. And when I say people, I mean everybody. I mean the, the people you meet, your coworkers along the way. I worked at four different stations over 12 years. Um, you know, my first job was in Wyoming. And, you know, I went to <laughs> I went to like two of my friends' weddings, you know, going back a few years now. Um, from people I met in Wyoming and people I still keep in touch with today. Um, so uh, even, you know, at Lash, I still keep in touch with, with at least a few people, a few of you guys uh, here and there. And then, um, so there's that side of it, but like, um, you know, the viewers and like getting to do these Facebook lives and interact with people that way. Um, but also like, I thought one of the bigger things, especially in Omaha, cause I was more of a reporter there and yeah. meteorologist, but I did, did get to do some reporting in Orlando, but just like getting to meet people in the community that you live in. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, as time goes by, like, you just really look back and realize like how cool it is to just get to like meet people in your community on a daily basis. And you yeah. feel even more, uh, welcome and even more a part of you know the, the city you live in or you know the county or the viewing area right uh, that you live in and that's that's easily the number one thing you're going to miss about television yeah love that love that now before i ask my next question everybody in the room sure. start asking your questions as well so we can get them in um so sure. bruce asks a question which kind of ties into what i was going to ask bruce okay. asks why would you want to move to albany but it's a family thing but and it's not your first go there yeah, so I went to college in Albany, um, the State University of New York, or SUNY. SUNY Albany is here. Um, that's where I got my degree in atmospheric science. So I already had some familiarity with it. Um, I have some good college friends here. And then, yeah, like my, you know, my parents and um, my sister and brother-in-law, and, I, you know, I have a new nephew. Like, they're only a couple hours away. That's an easy drive, um, you know, dozens of other friends kind of spread out somewhat nearby easily driving distance or i can just you know hop on a train to the city um you know th those are all the huge factors there yeah. does winter still kind of suck yes <laughs> well that was Absolutely. gonna be my next question like you you moved from from wyoming and idaho and and omaha you, you right. made it to florida right mr yeah. golf himself yeah <laughs> and as soon as you said like oh i get to go play golf i'm like you mean like two months out of the year? <laughs> yeah, I, half, you know, six to eight at, at most, uh, certainly. Yeah, it's winters that really uh, bog me. Like I just joined a gym recently because it's like, I'm not doing anything right now. This is bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that part's not great. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that like I love snow. Like the first snowfall of the year is always, you know, gorgeous. And, and that's lovely. As I'm showing kinda, the seven-day forecast for us. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's, that was fair. All right, that's cool. Um, I mean, honestly, it's like 55 here at the moment, but we have a front coming through today. So when I walk out of the office today, it's going to be like 33, yeah, yeah. really windy. Um, so that part won't be fun. Um, yeah, and winters are still a little rough. But this one's been incredibly mild so yep. far. We've had a couple of snowfalls, but yep. then um, you know, there's just little scraps of snow left, like dirty, dirty snow left in our parking lot uh, at this point. Um, real quick, Burris, just because um, I want you to tell Jeannie that this is still the coffee mug I use 
every single day. Show, show it again. Which one is? Oh, oh my yeah, gosh! So I like, remember making all that. Letters and stuff undergone. So it used to say, um, "I'm serious about the weather." Yeah. Serious um, This is still my go-to coffee mug, and you better tell Jeannie that. I, I will. Okay. Sidebar. I'm. I mean, I made that. She came up with the idea, but I. I, I told me she made it, but I still want her to have credit anyway. Understand. I, I can do that. I can okay. do that. That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. Um, my brother Frank is asking, do you miss all of the makeup? Yeah. What what kind of a stupid question is that, Frank? You know what's kind of funny is that, um, no, I mean, obviously, no, I, I don't miss that at all. Somehow, the, <laughs> this is so stupid. Somehow, I feel like my skin has gotten worse since leaving television and putting all that junk on my face you oh, know, wow. three, three to five days a week. It makes no sense. Um, so I suppose I do still need like Florida humidity for my skin. I was gonna say like it's dry as 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 can be up there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's the thing. Still have to go to like a dermatologist, but <laughs> yeah. Janice, uh, Janice says Kyle sounds like with this job you spend more time with your family, so it's a good move. Yeah. I I mean no doubt about it. Um, friends and family uh, in that regard. Um, and it's you know when you know. Look, television schedules can be pretty rough sometimes, and especially when you're a weekend guy. So when I was at WESH, um, you know, Amy was still there working uh, mornings, and, and Tony's obviously uh, in the afternoon. So like, you're getting a lot of fill-in time and like cool stuff like that, which means you get to work with a lot of different people. Um, but it's hard to plan your life around that. Yeah. Um, this is considerably easier. Yeah, I... One... I don't know. One day I'm just going to wake up and say I am tired of of yeah oh. the chaos. I don't know. Um, all right, Brian's uh, asking this, Kyle. Kyle, who is your biggest influence to make you first want to become a meteorologist, and who is your biggest influence to become a TV meteorologist? Uh, gosh, that's a great question. So, like, I like I think you. I'm not. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like I got into weather as a little kid watching tropical updates on the weather channel. Oh yeah. Back then it was Dr. John Hope. Darn right. Um, and I know you know that name of course. So I would say that was kind of the thing that kickstarted it. Um, you know, to the second part of that question, I didn't think I was going to do television. In fact, I was pretty sure I wasn't. Um, I was always kind of that person, even in college, like, sit in the back of the classroom, just kind of keep quiet, not ask a lot of questions. I'm still not really big on public speaking, but I, it's hard to explain to people that talking in front of a TV camera is way different yeah. than talking in front of like physical people oh, yeah. in front of you. Like that scares the crap out of you. You know, it's funny you say that. A, a friend of mine, a colleague, he's, he's now left the business, but I worked with him at another TV station here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, he had worked at CNN, okay? Like, and and in the heyday of CNN, like, eh, you know, now the, the, the market has become very saturated. He worked at CNN when there was no nothing else, okay? As a weather guy, he was terrified of public speaking. Like, he yeah. couldn't even do school talks. So, like, like even those... Great. Those are fine. Those are a lot of fun, especially in Florida, because so many people reach out Yeah. Um, in Florida for school talks. Um, those are fun. But like, yeah, like there's it's a little bit of nervousness going into those. Yeah. The questions you get in school talks, though, are incredible. How much money do you make? <laughs> I don't know. So like, I feel like I didn't get that one too much. I always liked the ones that were like, are aliens real? Oh, God. Why would like, you get those questions? That's a little outside my purview. 
Well, I think in the last few weeks, we've learned aliens very well. Maybe. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That was good. Um, let's see here. So Mickey's asking, Kyle, be honest. Does Florida have the best weather? Uh, does it have the best weather? I mean, from what I have experienced and lived in, yeah, that's fair. Because, and I, I remember, I think it was Manolfi, actually, and you probably, but like Manolfi just taught me, oh, like, okay, so you're in Florida. It's going to take you like a solid, like two years to get used to like Florida summers. Yeah. And that prediction was spot on. Yep. Because, and this is another, this will, yes, go back to golf for a second. But <laughs> I just like, I didn't mind going out at like 2.30 in the afternoon in July yeah. for all like the discounted rate golf. <laughs> nobody wants to play when the heat index is 105. I was like, that's great. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Well, and uh, you, you're I, always I the guy that just, you're like, hey, if it's cheap, it's for me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well known to be frugal. So that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, so, all right. Last, last thing. Would you rather prepare for a hurricane or a blizzard? If, if all things equal. Uh, I'd rather prepare for a hurricane. Yeah. Why? Uh, hurricanes are what made me interested in meteorology. I'm obviously well-versed now in how to prepare for a hurricane. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like a special skill you acquire in Florida. Yeah. Um, not that prepping for a blizzard is entirely different, just with a lot of the things you need. Um, you know, generators are still popular up here as well. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather prepare for a hurricane. I mean, I, great. I, I'd be excited to see a blizzard. Those are still like, you know, if you're, if you're getting a massive like winter storm, something yeah. like that, there's still something that's exciting from yeah. a meteorological standpoint about that. All right. Now I, I do this for all the coffee talk guests, usually they're oh, really? viewers, but, oh, but, but, but. Since you're in there, you're going to have to do the forecast. Granted, this is, I'm not paying you for this. Okay. So, <laughs> that but, was not what I texted you. No, I was kidding. Um, wow. Gosh, I, I don't really have. Can, can, can you do it? Like, do you remember how to do this? I don't. No, not really. But yeah, let's see. So what, Monday's President's Day. Is that right? It, wow. He's so out of luck. Yes, sir. It is. It's Daytona so 500 weekend down Monday. here. I know I'm working on Monday, so it, it just didn't really occur to me. Um, <laughs> And then I think Washington's birthday is on what Tuesday or Wednesday. It's in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah, because that's like that's my sister's birthday. So like I had that in the back of my. Mind. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. All right, so let's see. So chance of showers. I, does that? I assume that includes a thunderstorm chance today, Eric. It's 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 late in the day. It it probably won't. The low is going to be closer to you up in New York than it is us. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right. So Saturday, we'll, we'll call that partly sunny because that's the happier spin than mostly cloudy for Saturday. <laughs> um, wow, you guys really heat up next week. Yeah, huh? I'm turning the pool heater on yeah. probably. Right. So like Monday's obviously the pick of the week there. Like low 80s, mostly sunny. That's yeah. that's solid. Mid 80s on Tuesday. Wow, you're touching 90 on Thursday though in what, late February. It's Not bad, man. last time we hit 90 degrees in February was like 1963. Okay. So, so now the one thing I do remember about doing forecasts in Orlando is that usually if you're low temperatures in the 50s, the humidity is pretty solid because that means the low can actually get down yep. there. Uh, so I don't know, dew points in the 60s though with getting up to 90, like you'll actually start to feel that. A little I bit think better. we we might. Yeah, I'm still, I'm going to take my little, my little uh, dinghy boat out and, and go for a cruise next week and <laughs> pool heaters going on. See, you never got a chance. Elise did. Okay, so... 
fun fact, Gravelin yeah. and Elise worked together back in the day. We did. And then he took my spot at Wesh. Yeah, so that's... Just total sidebar. We so, also have the same agent as well, if you wanted to know that. Getting into the getting into the weeds, I love it. And you've got you've got all kinds of fun dirt that we're not going to dish on Elisa. <laughs> Likewise, bro. I mean, come on. I mean, this is the way it goes. Um, so, but uh, yeah, since since you've been gone, I got I got a little uh, poor person dinghy boat with with a trolling motor. So the very wow. first, I was talking to Alicia. I was like, man, I just don't want to go on this thing alone yeah, <laughs> for the first sure. time. And sure. he's like. I'll go. And it's like 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. He shows up with a six pack. He's like, let's do this thing. I saw you go. My neighborhood has access to a lake. We don't have a boat ramp, but we've got like a yeah, canoe so the launch. Like through the back of those woods or whatever? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. So I just, it's an inflatable dinghy. So I blow the dinghy up down there and I put the trolling motor on and we were trolling around like a couple of romantics around, uh, around the lake. Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously pretty well versed in your neighborhood there, you know, knowing like Chris and Julie and, That's and right. some of those people. Yeah. But back then, you know, it was like a lot of houses going up and not many people living there yet. Yeah, we're we're full now, baby. The the houses are done being built. Nice. Well, nice. so you can anytime. My office, this this room, I've got the Murphy bed. You come anytime. All right, man. You got your privacy. That's a deal. Yeah, Nikki says I didn't realize the TV news and weather folks have agents. Oh, interesting. Uh, not all of them do, but some. I only hire them when I need to get into the battle of, of contract negotiation. It's always good to have someone read it, you know, naturally. Well, um, you d- the tough part is you don't also want to have a, a tough conversation with the same person that, like, you have to work for. It's a very unique thing. Yeah, it, it's something that, like, in retrospect is easy to look at and just be like, look, all of this is business, you know, like... Your boss knows that. Yeah. We know that now. Like, you know, it is what it is. But like, you know, obviously, like you were really talented, Eric, like from an early standpoint. So you're in Palm Beach, like you're already like on the fast track and then boom, right to watch. Like I'm working in Wyoming for like $8 an hour. (laughs) That's why I hired an agent. (laughs) Because you just needed to get out of Wyoming. Yeah. Well, I I needed to do, I needed to like, I needed help. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, like applying for a job. Yeah. Getting that first job is tough, certainly, but you're sending out, you know, this was 2007. You're sending out VHS tapes, things like that. Um, That's not a thing anymore. Well, and you're like, you're, 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 you're in Albany, which is not, that's, that school is not like a big TV weather school. So there, there wasn't a lot of influence to help you there. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. I mean, you can do like internship stuff like that. I did my internship in Hartford, Connecticut. I had a lot of help from people I interned for, a lot of feedback, you know, people watching your tapes. Yeah. Yeah, UAlbany is not based on trying to get you into television. Right. Usually they want you to go to grad school, things like that, you know, stay in this kind of uh, either academic or, you know, professional. Well, TV is professional too, but like, you know, non TV professional. Right. Path. Right. Interesting. Nikki says, having an actor kid, we're getting into the area of needing an agent. Just never occurred to me that you all would need them. Yeah, I mean, it's it helps. It definitely it it definitely helps. Um, yeah. It it's it's one of those things. Yeah. So well, so Kyle, last question: Working in the private sector as you do, do you see yourself ever like filling in, doing a little like a freelance gig in weather just to keep your pinky in there? You know, like early on, so that would still be 2020, like that fall or whatever. Like I still had a couple of emails here and there, yeah. just, you know, but back then it was like, 
I'm so new at this that like, is this definitely the path? You know, things like that. I would say I haven't really looked at doing that in at least two years, probably more. Yeah. Um, And I gained a bunch of weight. So, uh, (laughs) um, we all have Kyle. Yeah. You have it. Come on, man. Well, Um, unique situation. This is what a quarter million dollars of surgery will do. You know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah anyway um we look fantastic by the way thank you, you um, do so too, yeah, at, at this point no uh, you know pretty easy answer nothing wrong with that any yeah. other questions anybody uh listen let me let me on, on, a, on a completely personal note yeah. i i have missed the snot out of you grab <laughs> i i cannot i cannot explain enough about how much fun you and i used to have and there were times where uh, I would sit there and, and Jeannie would be like, how was your day? And I'm like, I just can't tell you. I cannot tell you because Kyle and I were so awful to each other that I can't even begin to explain some of the things we said to each other. I, I mean, I I don't think we ever had a bad day at the office together. No. We had bad days individually sure. while sitting next to each other at the office. <laughs> and I remember at least a handful of those, if not, if not more, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was always good to have uh, you there if you know it was one of those days while you uh, blasted Dave Matthews on Sirius XM. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Kyle, while you were at Wesh, last question from Brian. Who was the person that was the biggest help with getting used to Wesh and getting used to being on air here doing the weather? You're looking at him. Kyle Gravelin. No, no, that would be you. Um, oh, thanks, buddy. But like, I, it, you know, it worked out. For us to be able, to, just because you know a lot of what we do and you know a lot of what you do, uh, especially is the you know the graphics, right. and like all the stuff. Like at West, we had hundreds upon hundreds of different graphics and tools to use that yeah. I was really unfamiliar with. You know, like the talking in front of a camera part. That's you know that that part doesn't change when you go from station to right. station. You got to get to know like your co-anchors uh, a little bit and stuff. But you know. The, Wesh is obviously a really, really good station with a lot of talent. So that's pretty easy. All of that was was pretty simple. So it was learning the more technical side. And if you want to call it behind the scenes, then fine. Um, but yeah, it's really more the, the computer stuff and the graphics stuff. Yeah. Because the rest, like you don't get to a station like Wesh if you don't already have those other tools in the bag. Yeah. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Kyle, thank you so much for coming, buddy. We'll do it again sometime, man. It was great talking to you. Let's do it. Great talking to you. And also, come to Florida. The guest room is... is you can have a... I have a real guest room upstairs you can also have. So, <laughs> it's it's all it's all open to you, bud. All right. Be well, my friend. Let's, uh, let's talk sooner than we did this time into next time. Looking forward to it. Thanks, buddy. All right, man. Have a good one. Bye. Kyle Gravelin, everybody. Man, I miss that guy. I miss that guy so much. So much. He, um, you know, at the end of the day... As, as we all know, you have to do what's best for you. And uh, and I'm really happy that he has moved on to, for him, what is such greener pastures. Kyle was so good on TV and was such a great, such a great friend to me in the newsroom. And I missed the snot out of him. So, yeah. Um, Janet, if what Kyle said is true, why do I see so many young people being employed there? That's a good question. None of them are brand new. And what you're seeing is young people that are the cream of the crop. Um, I, I think that there's a definite shift in television, right? I think that television news has trended younger and younger. But what you're also seeing is this younger crop that is growing up, you know, with with a certain level of ability, you know? 
Um, it, it's just, it's, the world is changing. And so we're, we're just doing what we can do. Uh, Bruce, what a great guy. Is he your man? Is he my man? Yes. Handsome son of a gun, funny as snot, and just as awful of a person as I am. So, yeah. Ah, love that. So who's next week? Well, we'll have to see. <laughs> AKA, I have to figure out, I've got like four people on standby. I just need to figure out which, which direction I go. So, anyway. All right. Uh, one last look, friends. The seven-day forecast. Hot today, mild tomorrow, and then we're back to hot. I mean, we could have one of the hottest days in decades in the month of February. So, yeah, be ready for plenty of heat. I'm going to go turn the pool heater on, I think, right now. Yeah. All right, listen, be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much for hanging out for Coffee Talk. I'll see you all later. Bye.